0: Hey you guys, Shadé here, and this is an exciting episode about our trip to LA, brought to you in partnership with Discover LA. We wanna just send a special shout out to the Discover LA team for making our trip unforgettable. To all the amazing places we've visited, we can't wait to come back and get ready for the show. It's Shadé at Black Girls Texting. I know y'all see my text, you better answer me back.
1: I'm Chelsea Pinky, also known as the Washing Machine Queen. I'm classically trained. Me, 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 me. It's Glenn at Best Buy Brat.
2: Wow, you did us. Goodbye.
3: Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.
1: Welcome, welcome to Black Girls Texting. Tea is steadily spilled in our group chat, and each week we let you in on it. I'm Charles Pinky, also known as the Washing Machine Queen. I'm Glenn at Bed Brat.
0: And I'm Shade at
2: Black Girls Texting. Yes! Guys, I'm so excited for this episode. So am I. So we're doing another travel episode, and this time around, we're taking you to sunny Los Angeles, which I think all of us, it has a we all have like a soft spot in our hearts for LA for different reasons. It always feels like a place of possibility for me. Like, I don't know, that place puts a spell on me. Um, and I was really excited to go back with you all on a girl's trip this time around and experience the city.
1: Yeah, I think it's the weather. like. I'm looking outside right now, and I'm like, this would never happen in L.A. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) L.A. would never do this to me. (laughs) And, you know, we were having these
2: moments every now and then. We'd be driving down these, like, long boulevards, and you're just seeing, like, palm trees, like, dotting the sides of the roads, and you just feel like anything is possible. I'm just,
1: I'm obsessed. But it's so, it's, like, also really weird, because as a New Yorker, personally, I also have this feeling of, like, like, battle, like, like competition, like New York is better. Like as much as I love LA, I always have to be like, New York.
2: You're like, don't get it twisted. Don't get comfortable too quick.
1: Yeah, because we're like yeah. the big we're the big, big guys of the United we're the States. Big apple. I think I don't it know, can, it was you can not nice. even compare the two. Yeah.
0: You know? Yeah, exactly. And and I'm starting to get into that mode because it well, for one, it was really nice to like have you guys come west. And even though I had to a uh, flight, like yeah. I wasn't going all the way back to New York. I was just like popping down. So that was really fun. But it also was this feeling of like, we are like going to handle some goddamn business right now. Like we have this uh, amazing guest. We have like all these things happening, like a full lineup, a full itinerary. And I was just like, I don't know. I got off the plane and I was like, I am a boss ass bitch. Mm. Mm.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hell yeah! I think we've had two of our biggest guests probably in one weekend.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, what was which it I like hope for you guys have guys... listened to the
1: episodes. Sorry, real quick, oh, the
0: Amanda yeah.
2: Seals and the Allison Felix episodes that we did in LA. But yeah, nice. Shadé, you were saying. No, I was gonna say, how was it
0: for you guys like
2: getting off the plane? Like, because for
0: me when i arrived my um so we had driver's honey come pick us up from the airport honey mm. my name was on the ipad <laughs> and the dude like immediately was like I'm like, I don't want to be rude, but like, who are you? Like, he's like, you're so young. Like, who are you getting this like private service? Like thinking like, I'm some like celeb. And I was like, well, (laughs) I have this podcast. But no, he was really cool. And he was just like, (laughs) you have such great energy. And like, I just know that you guys are going to be really successful. And he was like, take my card, not on some like, let's do business together. But he was just like, email me like, when you make it big. And like, so we can like, talk about it and, and, a driver. I like, <laughs> and i was like what
1: He was so dope I mean, he was just trying to go on a date
0: ah! <laughs> no we talked all about his wife and his kids oh you know they
2: could still do that too that though. don't mean shit
0: <laughs> oh Lordy, put some respect on my man's name anyways what was y'all experience like this is why you can't give these hoes nothing
2: <laughs> i mean i was uh, uh, sick i'm sick from work so that I could hop on this flight left now at the know. Kriznai I know you know what it's it's it what's done is done left at the Kriznai was up the night before with um the dude that lives around the way trying on all these pink outfits because we've had to wear pink for our show with Amanda Seals I'm like frantically packing so I could get a get on this 5am flight on the plane speed reading the book for this interview touchdown and again like I don't know I always when I get to LA I feel a wave of like okay let's do this kind of like you mentioned Charlie like this boss energy this like anything is possible kind of kind of thing and I couldn't wait to meet up with y'all and just like seize the whole weekend you know
1: yeah I was uh on the plane with a stack of papers because Amanda's team emailed us like a pdf version of the book and I didn't print double-sided sorry mother earth and so I'm on the plane like fumbling through these pages but like also being really into this book and I haven't had time to read in a very long time so that was actually very nice um and then yeah I saw my name and I was like wow VIP had the windows down hair blowing and then (laughs) (laughs) and then I just ran inside the shower oh yeah Shadé was already there doing work when I got into the room and then I just like took a shower with all the, their like yummy shower products. Oh my gosh! I'm just
0: remembering that we were all like frantically working. Yeah, we were. Oh my god! I all of us like, had work to do. I know. I remember having like a breakdown because I was like, I, I, "This is it. I, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be on time." I just like was freaking. But then we pulled it all together. Um, but I do want to backtrack. So we stayed at the Hoxton Hotel. And it's located in downtown L.A. And they have, like, a bunch of different hotels. Like, I know there's a Hoxton,
2: I want to say, in London. Uh, There's Um, one in Williamsburg, too, I believe. Oh, yeah. Have you guys been to the Williamsburg one? No, I haven't. But a lot of my friends say it's their favorite hotel. They're like, oh, my God, you're staying in my favorite hotel ever. It was definitely a vibe. It was such a vibe. Um, The Hoxton has this whole sort of ethos of reflecting the communities that they're in so being that so we this is also i think different at least me and chelsea talked about this offline like staying in la we usually stay in west hollywood so it was the first to stay in downtown la and like a lot of the activities we did this weekend were centered in downtown la which was really cool to to get that different kind of like lens into the city and we talk about like balancing this like new york energy and going to la Downtown L.A. definitely gives you, like, your city kind of fast-paced grit. Also has so much history there. Like, there's a view off the rooftop of the the Hoxton, and you look straight down this row, and all you see are these old signs that look like they were for, like, old theater shows and stuff. And it was very romantic in a way, and it's dope to be in an area that's in flux. Um, You know, gentrification is a thing that's happening everywhere, but I think the Hoxton made a point of... In knowing that they're, they're opening up a business in downtown, like how can they reflect the neighborhood and like pay homage to it? So I remember one thing that sticks out for me is that, that their gift shop had all stuff made by like local artists. And in the rooms, they had these maps that were put together by like locals about all types of spots that you could walk to and yes, see right in the neighborhood. I remember that. And it was super cute. So yeah. So cool. It was really fly. And like you walk in and everybody is just chilling, lounged out on all these like comfy ass plush couches taking meetings eating avocado toast mad la (laughs) like you know having a fucking cappuccino i don't know it was just very very cute and the rooms oh my god the rooms yeah i
0: remember we were talking about this i was like it has like a comfy cozy vibe because like sometimes i get freaked out in hotels that feel like i'm in like a hypochondriac's like fucking what's the word i'm looking for like, what, like when you go into the no but um when you're cr- you go into like an insane asylum like and you're in like sterile the, 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 as hell yeah it's like yeah. hella sterile i'm like ugh. i love that it was like i felt like i was at home i felt super homey like yeah it felt like every single room didn't look the same but that like this was like my couch and these are my chairs and like it was like unique to each
2: room yeah i was comfortable immediately For real. And Chelsea mentioned that, like, she hopped right in the shower with all those products. My hair was, like, going through it before I got there. And usually I pack, like, the little, like, sachets of free samples from different, like, from, you know, you go to a festival, Carol's daughter passes you out, like, mad products. I'm the person, like, stuffing extra products in their bag because I take them with me when I'm traveling so I don't got to check my bags. Pro tip. And they had the (laughs) poppin' products in there. Um... They the the Hoxton works with this this line called Blank and they have a body wash, a shampoo and conditioner. It's all eco friendly, sulfate free, paraben free. Yo, my hair okay, sulfate free. Come on, eco friendly. My hair was (laughs) mad moisturized, lustrous.
0: But speaking of your hair, we then transitioned over to the highlight room in the Dream Hotel. And was your hair dry? Was your hair ready to go?
2: (laughs) Yeah. The real ones know. When you are waiting for that twist out to dry and you should have put it in the night before, but you was trying to be cute with the dude up the block and didn't feel like uh detangling Okay. <laughs> but you gotta do it at the last minute and then hold your head under the hair dryer and hope that it'll dry with the blow dryer in the hotel and then it don't. So you gotta tie it up and go have go have cocktails with the scarf on.
1: Well, you know that wasn't right to go in the people and then place with your hair tied up like that. <laughs>
0: Listen, she was like, how can I make this sheet? It and was a Chanel. Like, um, it was Chanel.
1: Chanel scarf. I do not remember Chanel. I remember like a bandana scarf. It was a Chanel scarf. A Chanel not scarf. a bandana <laughs> cotton. Not
2: a <laughs> It was a Chanel scarf on my head as we went to the highlight room, which was fabulous. <laughs> so
0: the highlight room as mentioned, is located in the Dream Hotel. So you go up the elevator and when you get there, it's like so so scenic because you see the Hollywood sign. And I definitely had this moment like, yeah, bitch, I'm in LA. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. It was like very, very fancy because they had like the pool and the the view and like Everyone in there was, like, really sexy, and it was fun. And I was low-key having, like, a bit of a panic attack. I'm not going to lie. Not a panic attack. That's extreme. But my nerves started to settle in, and I was like, shit, we're interviewing Amanda Seals. We have to pull it all together. And it was the perfect place to, like, have a drink, have some food, and, like, pull it all together.
2: No, completely, because we're sitting poolside, Drinking. Oh, I had like a mezcal margarita or something, and we were eating lobster avocado toast. We're just like, give me the food, calm my nerves. Chelsea was crushing oysters. Chelsea, what's the oyster obsession about?
1: It's an aphrodisiac, but also
2: it's For a who? great
1: place to let your hair dry. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> That's she funny. was waiting for that.
4: She was That's waiting funny. for I that. In, I said it
1: earlier and my shit was on mute. And <laughs> <laughs> so I missed she, my comedic timing. <laughs> she was over here making jokes with yourself. That's,
2: That's hilarious. hilarious. I was like, why is there no
1: laughter? I was, like, yeah. I was on Joke mute. Joke ain't hitting. <laughs> oh, oh my, my gosh. But no, seriously, like cute. looking out onto the Hollywood sign, as you both already said, it just was a moment where it was like, wow, this thing that we just decided to do one day is really turning into something. Mm-hmm. And um, that was pretty cool. Yeah, And then, yeah, and we're up on this roof all in pink. Yeah, it was really cool.
2: We're looking out at the hills. It was definitely like a moment. I felt like, I don't know, it's like a sexy boss place. Like, we have all our papers on the table. We're still doing our work, but we're sipping our cocktails. And just like, I don't know, I ran into a girl that I went to college with who was like taking a meeting with someone. I was like, this is such a LA moment. Such an L.A. moment. And it's yeah. also in the Dream Hotel. And we walked up in that lobby. I was like, this is very cute. Like
0: I know. I was like, are we? Stay in here the next light. time. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. hello. It was yeah. very nice. So now we are finishing up everything. And while you're girls, you know, we stay ready. It's hard because we're not all in the same place. So when we are kind of getting ready for these shows, a lot of times, like, with me traveling, everyone's working, like, we might have a couple hours just to like see each other and be like, okay guys, how do we feel about the run of show? So we were just like working it out together, like getting into our flow and getting into our vibe. And we were just like, okay, this is happening. We get into the Uber, we head to Soho Warehouse, which is one of the newest Soho houses located in downtown LA. Shout out to our Soho house team. Family at this point, honestly. Yeah, literally the fam. Um, I had been there earlier because I went there to work out, and I have to say it's probably one of the best gyms ever. I was like gym porn for me. I was in there like <sighs> playing with everything, every little like machine. They have the TheraGuns for when you're like um your for your muscles. I'm obsessed with TheraGuns now. Oh, oh they're amazing. <laughs> they're amazing and like i wish if i if my hair wasn't straight i would have been all up in like the sauna and this like steam room and everything but um if you're around definitely go check that out i paid like a 20 dollar fee to use the gym for the day which like for me is fine because like if i were gonna do like a boutique class i would have paid 30 bucks anyways but then i got to like go and you get to experience everything for the whole day um that's
1: cute um, well let's I make sure that it's open black girls text and sent us
0: oh i'm sorry you have to be a member
1: okay <laughs> <laughs> i'm like take it easy there sorry that was
0: for our fellow so house members no disrespect um but yeah so i had already been there but i saw i think it was really cool to see you guys' reactions because you were like holy
2: shit this is huge this is so pretty yeah. And I was like stressed when I walked in, but then I was like, oh my God, this is gorgeous. I'm stressed. Uh, what? I gotta print something. What's happening? But like, damn, this place is sexy as hell. It's sexy. That's the only thing I can think to say. It's very sexy. Candles yeah. everywhere. Dim lighting. Ooh, it was fabulous.
1: There's a pool on the roof. There's like an outdoor garden, which is where y'all saw um, Diplo around the pool. Oh yeah, we did see Diplo, and Shadé tried to follow him, but she went the wrong way, (laughs) and he literally went in the opposite direction.
0: You know, I tried. I tried to
2: shoot my shot, cast my net. Cast your net. But we did our show at Soul House, and it was so fire, and one thing that was amazing is that we had, like, listeners come through that are on the West Coast, which was so trippy. Shout out to y'all for coming through.
1: Like, yeah seriously it's so cool to know that there are people literally ac- across the country supporting this so thank you mm-hmm.
0: agreed it was really cool because like some of my family like my a family friend came out my sister's like really good friend from college came through like everybody just like showed up people were like we've been so excited for this like I was just like, oh, my God, like, y'all came because there were definitely parts of me that were like, anybody going to be up in here? They don't know who we are, what we're talking about. Of course, a lot of people definitely came um, because we had the amazing Amanda Seals. But it also was just, like, so warming to see people who just listen to us, like, listeners come up and, like, be genuinely excited that they're able to experience one of our shows since we typically do things in New York. Um, so I will plug... Please email hello at texting if you're a listener from another city and you want us to pull up because we're doing our 2020 planning and we want to be in we your city. We want to come see
2: your city. And I think um, Shorty's name is Rachel, I, th- I think so. Shout out to you, girl. You came through with all your friends and that was so much love.
1: Yeah, thank but you. But yeah. Um, that, yeah. We got started. One. We had our conversation. And so that's episode... 74 i want to say yes um yeah so go listen to that and now we'll skip over to post amanda
2: yeah yeah well also as it should be known og listeners will know that i have a little someone in la who tortures my life and he came through to the show so that was like oh okay you're here and that began a whole Weekend of time spent together when possible. But not only
0: did he come to the show, but we needed like <laughs> mad things. We were like, My my lips are dry. <laughs> my I need a book. I need mixed. <laughs> I need duck. Don't stink. Tampa. Um go <laughs> right.
2: gl- deodorant.
1: deodorant. Did he bring deodorant? Oh he brought pads. He brought yeah. Lip <laughs> gloss, threw the Lancome. He was very of, proud like, of the li- lip gloss he picked yeah.
2: out. Yeah. He was
0: like our fairy godfather. He really, and really was. Really held it down for us because That was the as, first
1: time I met him. It was. I was like, <laughs> oh, my oh my gosh. Yeah. After all of this talk, After she's gonna all meet him. Really oh but And now I feel so much differently. Oh my gosh! Oh.
0: <laughs> okay, we're gonna have to get into that, but I um, just wanna go really quickly, like what how did you feel post- Amanda, like, what was your, like, Girl. just immediate, like, ah.
1: I was so proud of us. Yeah. Proud. I was also like, damn, we did that, especially after, not to sound self-absorbed, but I guess it's the, the Leo rising or whatever. <laughs> um, when someone in the audience was like, I have a question, but it's yes. not you for you, Amanda, it's for black girls texting. I was oh, like, yeah. oh, so they're interested in us, too? I know, me too. I couldn't believe
2: that. I could not believe that. I mean, I could, but also like, oh my God, he had no reason to ask that question, but he did because it's us. Uh, It was great. It was was a really good feeling. I
0: think I just felt like, I don't know, I had like a rush of energy and I was just like, yo, we're on our fucking way. It was almost like my cab man, like foreshadowed like this beautiful, Mm. like yellow brick road of opportunity. And I was like here we fucking go. It's already getting started. And like just people coming up to us, so excited to speak to us and us getting to meet all these different people. Like now I have mad contacts on my phone of people being like, yo, let me know when you're in LA. Like let's this, da, 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 da. And I think the the team out there was really impressed with us and we may be coming back very soon.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I, after that, was actually dead tired and like went back to the hotel, went back to that comfortable ass Hoxton bed, and chilled. But y'all had a whole night. Did you chill? I.
1: Right. Did. You chilled under some. Y'all are Ridiculous!
2: I did not. I did have a, like a. I ended up having a, a like a heart to heart conversation about everything. Which, I'm still processing. Expand on that. Um, Say more. (laughs) This is the thing, again, LA, like, so, you know, listeners will know that I have this relationship with this dude that lives in LA and I often get the city of LA like, conflated with my relationship with this person. So, I romanticize the city because I romanticize this person. So, like, every time we spend time together in LA it like adds to the allure of this city and like now we're like back in this beautiful hotel room in LA like talking about our relationship and he, he actually was like yo I feel like I played myself like I was watching you on stage tonight doing your thing and I was like wow I played myself. I was like, yeah, yeah, you kind of played yourself. Kind of (laughs) did.
1: Wait, okay. This sounds, what you're saying to me sounds very self-aware. Is this mm -hmm. something that you came, like, did you come to this conclusion on your own? Or was this, like, with your therapist?
2: Oh, like, that I, like, associate L.A. with L.A.? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) His name is
1: L.A. (laughs) His
2: name is L.A. Um, no, No, that came with me. Okay, that's
1: very thoughtful.
2: It does uh, but at the same time, like I still will never divorce the two. Like I ha- I think I've come to a point where I could divorce the two. Like I still think about moving to LA all the time. And th- as time goes on, like, it's less of thinking about what my time will be like with him in the city, and it'll just and it's just like what I can do in that city. Like, I'm I really fucking love LA. I really do. There's so much possibility. There's just so much to explore. Like, but mm-hmm. yeah. The dude told me a lot of things that I had been needing to hear for a long time, which was really interesting, to say the least. I felt very mm. redeemed, very seen, very, like, not insane. insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, wow, I'm not crazy.
1: And do you feel the words were genuine or, like, game?
2: No, they felt, like, extremely genuine. Extremely. I was like, Wow have you been in therapy oh you have not oh you need to go back but you have <laughs> you have uh come to some conclusions on your own and i'm happy for you let's see what happens if we could take this to the next level wow. but yeah it's very interesting to think about the ways like our love affair continues to blossom and transform every time i'm in la every single time it's like always marked oh, by he like hasn't, a, he hasn't he hasn't come to new york. york exactly so all It's like every time I'm there, it's marked by like some progress or extreme regression in our relationship. But it's always been fun On LA. It is such a film. And like I always think about it where I'm like flying in and flying out, I'm like driving to and from LAX. It's like, what is my mood like? I'm driving from in from LAX, like feeling hella hopeful. The last time I was there, not with y'all, I felt like gutted when I was leaving. I was like, oh my God, I don't think I can ever come back here. This place, um, but this time the energy was really, really different and beautiful. But more to come on that situation. Yes, we don't have to. That that could uh, we could have a whole episode episode. dedicated
0: to that now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, while Glenn was (laughs) allegedly not
1: under some cucumber, right
0: (laughs) under some cucumber. Uh, Chelsea and I went to an HBO event I can't remember what it was called
1: I think it was like our voices or voices something like our stories or something our Our stories
0: stories. yeah it was really cool Um, it was an event that I'm uh, um, I'm assuming was highlighting uh, people of color within like HBO series because they had photos from like insecure and euphoria and even like um ballers with the rock but we got to see Inglewood sir perform like literally right uh, in front of our obsessed. faces like his voice is amazing and then his brother who was my baby daddy um in my mind was there and i walked up to him because i was like i i dm'd you and he was like, you did? And I was like, yeah, I dm you. And he didn't reply. And he said, what did you say? And I said, I think I'm your future wife.
2: Yo, I'm dead. And what did he say? He was like,
0: oh, you are? He was not here for it um, at all. But, you know, he I had gave to you the the my shot. curve. He gave me the subtle curve, but it was cute. And then people were like, do you smoke do you smoke all like, all on top of him. And I think he's just getting used to, like, being super famous now. He was, like, a little overwhelmed. And I was just like, okay, I'm done. I've had my fun. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Shit to be messy. Shot your shot. First you chase Dippo around the shot. bar. Then you accost uh, a young man. Follow up on I your mean, DMs.
0: Only, the person can only say no. <laughs> that's, that's, Wait, that's, that's What you have
1: said to Diplo?
0: What I have said to Diplo? I don't know because I'm not that attracted to Diplo. Frankly, I just think he's like a cool guy. I would have been like, "You
2: want to go get a drink?" <laughs> True. I just want Diplo to like put me on his planes. Like so let's if let's blow I could do the handstand. I feel like Wait, we you can hang out.
0: Attractive? Not really. Diplo's cute. No, no
2: Diplo's cute. Definitely. Cute.
1: Yeah, I thought for sure you would. No.
0: Definitely is.
2: Definitely is. But, but I would definitely I be like hang out with him, like go to Jamaica. Yeah, like let's go rage. Let's
0: go have a good time. Yeah. yeah. Um But that sounded like
2: cute.
0: Well, Chelsea stayed out, but I had to em- fully embrace my abuelita inside of me and I just You stayed opposite.
1: out? Chelsea, where would you go? Yeah, cuz my so my best friend moved to LA.
0: So, mm-hmm. I hung out
1: with her. And that was really nice because, you know, I feel like everyone, you know, romanticizes L.A. and like wants to make that leap and talks about it and talks about it. And she actually did it. So that's really cool. Kind of like just went on a went out on a leap on herself. And yeah, and she's she's loving it. But it's also hard. And it seems hard. that's why I was so happy to have had some time with her.
2: That's fresh. And y'all hung out with like people that live in the city?
1: Yeah, that's our stuff, right? friends yeah. from college. Oh cute, that's dope. Yeah.
2: That's the thing about LA, you can always run into people that you know. I I mean I always see people there from college all the time. Like people there chasing a dream, really. But like. Oh my god, I ran, I hung out with my cousin actually that whole night, which was like a whole other thing, excuse me. Wasn't oh, just yeah. being sus. My cousin just moved there from DC and she just yeah, she's it's the thing she always wanted to do, and she just did it. And that was so dope. She came out to the show. That was really, really, really dope. Man. I forgot anyway, that. That was so nice. That was so nice. But we all actually had to get our lives because the next day we had Pilates hella early. And it should be known that, like, so yeah, we're going to LA to do this show, but also to have this, like, girls' weekend together. And I think we've been having these conversations a lot offline, but about being really intentional when we travel. Um, and in general, in our everyday practice, to like support Black business, to support women-owned businesses. So a big theme of our trip was to go to Black-owned and women-of-color-owned businesses. So the next morning, we went to this uh, Pilates studio called Sweat, which is in Culver City, and it's owned by a Black woman named Mo Daniels. And a dude named Travis Johns. And we took Pilates, which I've never done in my life. And I was a smidge stressed. Like, when we pulled up and I saw these women working out on these machines, I was
1: like, oh, my God. What is about to happen? Yeah, but then it was it was so nice when that one black woman pulled up. And we asked yes. her to take our photo. And apparently she's, like, a regular there. Yes. And she was like, I love this place. Like, it's so affordable. Um, The music's so good. Like, everyone's so cool. So that was nice to kind of see that that space is you know kind of like a a little community for us yeah yeah accessible
2: one
0: for us yeah it's like it's a kind of very like ignorant thing to say pilates is like a white activity because like what is a white activity blah blah but you know we don't always right exactly (laughs) it doesn't always have to be fucking pc in here and it is very dominated by you'll see like Especially older, like white women, because mm. it can be expensive. Like, bodies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bodies be on point. Lululemon drip, and fuck a Lululemon, they be in some like Stella mccart they be in like right with some th- big diamond rings, right? <laughs> exactly on them reformers, because those machines are expensive. Oh, that's what so they're So I feel reformers. like it feels like not as accessible to a lot of other people, but it's really dope that I think they are very intentional about making that space open to everybody so shout out to the sweat pilates team um we've been dming back and forth and commenting and we will be back we promise and after a crazy class we definitely are gonna go get a drink
2: oh my god my body feels amazing i was so sore but i was like oh my (laughs) god i've worked out like i hadn't worked out like that in so long that's what i
1: like because i don't like me personally i don't really like like running yeah, I, I was rather, like
2: moving.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like I would rather like do you know floor workouts or like like that part of the workout or like I don't know. It just yeah. it did what it was supposed to do. It was strengthening. Yo, I was, was
0: sore. I was laughing and I was like, so,
1: oh, ow! I know. I felt that, but like I didn't feel like I was like dying while I was doing it. No, right. it was, like It was hard, but it felt like I could do it. I could get through it. Yeah, and the, it, the music so definitely fire. helped. Yeah, and, and, and I say, And the
0: instructor, oh my gosh. I'm obsessed with her. She was amazing. Her body was on point And I was like, if body. I need to come here and do this however many times a week to look like this, like, great. Let's do right. it. Right. She gave us that <laughs> tough oh look.
2: You know what I was thinking? I mean, Shana, you just mentioned you go to the gym. I mean, I don't even think, I don't think about working out. At all, actually. But working out on vacation was like very interesting. But also, I loved going to like a local studio and kind of, I like, I love when I'm traveling to imagine what it would be like to live in a place. That's my like Mm. fucking can't figure out where I want to land kind of part of my being. But like, it was dope to just get up on a Saturday and go to a class with people that that is their normal routine to go to Pilates at 9 a.m. on a Saturday morning. Um, I don't know. I just really liked that. It was very, like you said, Chelsea, like a community vibe. I really, really, really enjoyed that. That was dope. Yeah,
0: I definitely want to make that a part of my lifestyle, especially like as I am getting older. I am unfortunately getting more boring, and my nights aren't always going to consist of like being wasted until like five in the morning. You know, finding that balance of like one day I just have like a nice dinner, I head home, and then yeah, I get up and I go somewhere. Black owned at that. And yes. have, like, a really dope experience, like, a thousand percent.
2: Yeah, and it gives you the insight into, like, what the people are doing. With, I don't know. It was just really dope. We hadn't been to Culver City like that just to explore that new, you know, neighborhood and area in LA and take a class. It was sick. And then after that, we went to Highly Likely to have tea, which was super cute. And I saw this photographer I've been obsessed with for 10,000 years. So that was awesome you were like oh my god do you know
0: blah 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 and I was like is this another one of your like YouTube people
2: <laughs> actually kind of sort of but Not
1: YouTube people yeah
2: wow. that was fly and we did that that was just like a little quick pit stop before we went to Alta Adams which oh Woo! my god Woo! Woo! I don't even want to so talk about this right
0: now good. I'm so hungry and all I can think about are them that damn pancakes pancakes <laughs> That <laughs> fucking like pancakes. They and were so
1: good. Cakes. They like, were. Didn't so you call them like good. Johnny
2: Boy cakes? Oh yeah, I was calling them. No, I can't remember. what They called Johnny cakes. I think. Cause y'all were like corn cakes. I've never heard of a corn cake. I've never heard of a corn. I never cake. heard of that. So yeah, cake. Johnny cakes are cornmeal
1: cakes. Johnny so cakes so are. Bakes. How to make them?
2: I just did a little quick little Google. I will, but they. This is so interesting because we're going to talk about this. You know, I'm thinking about all this connective tissue. I love saying connective tissue these days. I don't know why. The connective tissue between our trip. Lord Jesus Uh, Christ. But there's this whole, like, emphasis on heritage and story and um, tradition. And um, I just looked up Johnny Cakes real quick. And it says it's an an, an early American staple food. Um, And it was prepared on the Atlantic coast from like America to Jamaica. Um, and it actually originates mm. from indigenous people. But Alta Adams is the culinary vision of a chef named Keith Corbin, and he's from Watts. Um, and he, the Alta Adams is um, intended to draw the connection between West African and California cuisine. So it fuses all of the southern flavors and dishes that he grew up eating um, alongside his grandmother. And, like, the menu, um, it was so sick. We went, like, a little bit before. Our trip was, like, right before Thanksgiving. So every little thing we were eating, I was, like, reminded of tradition. So we're eating, like, black-eyed pea fritters. um, But everything is sort of, like, reinvented. It's, like, southern traditions, like, redefined. We're eating a collard green salad that has, like, a peanut dressing on top. Um, And then, of course, the corn cake, china cakes that we were all obsessed with. And then, Shana, you have like a steak, I think.
0: Chelsea had the steak and eggs, but I don't eat eggs, but I definitely ate some of that steak. And it was. Steak was fire. So, so good. I think I was like, Chelsea, can have another bite? And you were like,
1: ugh.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. The biscuits. The
1: biscuits. Oh, the biscuits.
2: The biscuits, the cornbread. The music. I was going to say, and then to top it off with the music, the environment, the
1: vibe.
2: Yo, what were we singing? Was it? Um, I think it was Casey and JoJo. Was it like we
1: were singing?
0: um, Yeah, Casey and JoJo. Casey, Mm -hmm. oh, there was a boy. Don't
1: be shy. Uh, Oh, do you want me? You don't want me to go? Tell me when to go.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my my god! And it was us and a table of other black folks behind us, like literally belting it out. We were we were traveling recently in Mexico City, and we were having this thought, like what if there were black mariachi bands like how would we all belt out and start singing because there were tables of people singing so loudly when you're not the supposed to share on. that that's trademark ooh, ooh, leave, leave <laughs> <out>. but that <laughs> was that water. kind of moment though that was a <laughs> kind of moment like when you when you know you know and like when the things just get you excited and like i felt like very seen in that place yeah
0: what was dope too is we got there when it like first opened and you know a spot is popping where like right. it's like 1104 and the shit is getting packed
2: because you, were you look up and the whole yeah. thing is packed That's we got true. there as yeah. soon as it opened it was just us next thing you knew made our orders the whole place is packed
1: yeah was it hard to find a reservation because shoddy aren't you, didn't you just make one
0: I was lucky in that I knew I was going on this trip for quite some time. So I just had everything booked and done. Like, oh, girl, um, yeah. This is not even on no hashtag ad shit. Like, I deadass a majority of the places that we went to. I'm going back to with my parents to LA
2: this vote. weekend. And I will feel like such a loss when I'm like, oh, I'm about to take y'all to this spot because nah, nah, nah. we were with my little friend and we we're taking into places and he was like whoa what is this oh, yeah and he is usually like the la plug oh man out to adams oh well,
0: my parents my cut my God. ass because they're like you eat like a a bird and you don't even <laughs> eat good food and this that's and that so i'm excited to be like i do know
2: good food that's haters, the most i look. ever saw you eat ever actually that whole weekend I thought I was was going to explode. But you really were eating. I was very, very proud of you. Very proud of you. Um, But after we had amazing food, and low-key all had the itis. Not even low-key, high-key. Had to run back to the hotel because we had a photo shoot with this brand that I do some um, content work with called Norts. It's like a local denim brand, woman-owned. And we're doing a collaboration with them around the idea of... Like, it's inspired by the sisterhood of the traveling pants, but, like, the idea that women share clothes sometimes. And I'm, I'm going to talk this out because I'm writing about it right now, but, like, you know, you hear these, like, rap songs sometimes and, and people will be like, these girls sharing clothes, they're sharing shoes, and, like, that is supposed to be... You're, like, a word <laughs> to do that? <laughs> How many times are we, like, in each other's suitcases when we're traveling? Because I don't have the thing Not that I house. have in my closet.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> But I'm it's just, you, I, I see where you're coming from, though. I remember when I went to boarding school, that was, like, a huge thing. Because imagine being in high school, living with all your friends. Right. So, like, the clothing sharing was so huge. And my mom would be like, don't wear people's clothes. That's nasty. <laughs> <laughs> no, I used but, to yeah. have a, a, a
2: thing about that, too. But, I'm girl, you. I was about to text you today, like, what was that foundation you, you let me borrow? Was it Bobby Brown? like that was fabulous it matched oh oh, yeah
1: that was pat mcgrath it was
2: pat mcgrath exactly like it's that That kind of thing where they're exactly where they're like here try this throw this on throw that on and yeah just like you know support your girl and making sure she looks cute so that was like the theme of our shoot and those photos are going to drop which were taken by actually the young man that lives in los angeles (laughs) so stay tuned for those
0: those photos are so fucking fire I'm gonna show them to my so kids. Good.
1: Oh my god! And yeah, that's like what he one was one. when he was taking it. You could tell that he gave a shit about what he was doing. Like he was like, "No, put your head back, chin up." Like was directing us, like not just like just flicking it up, you know? That's true. Lens. like he really cared. So people
2: thank don't you, Mr. go LA. give directions. Yeah, thank you, Mister L.A. Oh Lord, soft hands, soft hands. <laughs> um, and then. We had to rush and not rush, but we were like, "Oh shit, let's get cute again" because we were all dressed up in our denim looks, very cute. But it was time for us to get some cocktails on the roof because we hadn't checked out the bar at um, at the Hoxton. They have a rooftop bar called Pilot, which is really cute. We caught their happy hour actually, which has like daily dollar oysters, five dollar wines, six dollar honey bear on holiday, which. Chelsea was like Insistent upon ordering And I was like I don't know what that is Okay I'll I'll order What you're getting
1: (laughs) How good was that drink It was so good And the little Like the fact that They put the drink In a honey bear It was so cute So Instagrammable, so grammable. So
2: yeah It comes in A like A honey Jar It's a tequila drink Pineapple Lime Apricot It has cumin Infused Honey In the drink
1: yeah, it's good. It was just very refreshing. I like, guzzled that drink down. I guzzled it you. down. But then the,
2: like I loved so cool. my drink.
0: He Oh man. yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: No, the waiter was fire. They were yeah, like giving so us a cool. little like a flight.
3: How about so it's called the favorite by sea, and this is inspired off yes. by Brian I want to Evans. Try that. Yeah, with yeah. the yogurt. yogurt. Yeah. So Brian Evans, uh, it's our director of bars for uh, Sunday Hospitality, was really salad. big on a, mm. on a, finding out what the locals were drinking when he did his little spin up the Amalfi Coast and in the it's Mediterranean. It's and he found that they were shooting a lot of uh, something called mistia, which is a uh, uh, kind of like the Pernet the bartenders drink. Uh, mm-hmm. There. Equivalent to that, uh, it's really, really piney. A lot of, a lot of herbaceousness to it, and there's also an ingredient here in called Rakrizzo, which is Lebanese spirit. It's 100 proof, and Whoa. it's almost what I could describe as like that. If you've mm. had a Greek ouzo, like okay. as a shooter. Okay. Mm. And some cardamom on black pepper uh, tincture in there. So, so yes, excited for this. Cucumber us uh, And a little vodka. I okay.
0: mean, what? can you
2: tell
3: us
0: what was in? This one, if you remember, I don't remember the name. So the
3: Anchors Away was a really well-infused Reposado tequila with a little Amaro Montenegro to round it out. Maybe it
0: was the Amaro that I was tasting that I was like...
3: There's a burnt honey ginger syrup in there as well. Okay, taste the the honey honey there. yeah. Yeah. So all these cocktails really have a story to tell and they're uh, really fun and and strike a good conversation too. And I feel like there's not a lot of cocktails on
2: the
3: menu that we don't sell. We sell
2: all of them just as much as we do the others. So they've all been was, delicious. Yeah, that's what makes the program so awesome. That's why we're glad to do it. I love this. Oh, I love this. I love the red, the, the bell pepper. So
1: he let us try every single thing on the menu.
2: And I don't know about y'all. I want to hear your favorite. My favorite was the High Plains Drifter. That was when I said tasted like crudités in a cup, which. Y'all should check out, we did a little drink review on our IG. It was called Black Girls Sipping. I initially wanted it to be called Black Girls Drinking, but upon reflection, it sounds a little Alcoholics Anon- Anonymous. <laughs> so the High Plain Trippter literally has like red bell pepper in it, and it's so fresh. Like, oh my God. I literally can taste it if I close my eyes. I literally can. It, oh, I want to go back there and drink it. Like, I'm not even Ging Y'all. Obsessed. It was so good.
1: It was so good. And then there was this like chips and dip, sorry. I'm I'm a food girl. <laughs> there was this chips and dip with caviar. oh It was so That was good. my favorite. You loved that, that was my I favorite. That. It's very fancy.
2: Yeah. But Shade, you were obsessed with the Beirut Root by the Sea which was that like Cucumber yogurt. yogurt Drink
0: yeah I was like yogurt I just had to try It because I was like there's yogurt in a drink And it was actually really 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 really, really good
2: Delish. Delish And again rooftop by the pool Sun shining Like very very cute If we had more time I would have been like dipping In that pool as I sipped And just like living my best life
0: we were rather booked and busy because yeah. then we
2: had dinner at... No, then we went no, to the we Underground to the Museum. Museum.
0: Oh, shit, you're right. Sorry, I was just getting really excited to talk about that food.
2: <laughs> well, the Underground Museum was such a moment, which, like, I've been wanting to go there for a minute. Um, it's very big in the culture right now, you know. But um, it's um, it was founded by Noah Davis and Karen Davis, which are... Well, Noah actually passed, I believe, in, I want to say, 2015, um, of cancer. But he and his wife opened this space. Well, they first lived there, and they transformed it into a museum. And it's really a community space for, like, Black artists. And there's this, like, feeling of, like, Black bohemia, um, of community, of home. And we had a tour by this dude named AJ, who was... Phenomenal, who really, like, emphasized that for us. I feel like we all were, like, so moved by that experience. I was definitely crying, like, the whole time.
1: What part made you cry?
2: Oh, my God. Literally. I mean, before he started the tour, he was like, usually, you know, curators would give tours of the work, and I want to give you guys a tour of the work, but what I want to show you are little intricacies of this building that make this space special, so it was like the space itself was a work of art was as special as the work on the walls and it was like he was showing us what made it home kind of so like we got to go into the room where they lived and there there's the, in the bathroom the ladies room like luther vandross is like serenading women when they go use the bathroom and there are these lockers <laughs> in the corner literally oh my god that makes me think of when we were t- we're just talking about queen and slim and they have that discussion about who you like better fat luther or skinny luther i think they have fat luther in the bathroom they did yeah, it, was, it was big Fat luther, luther he honey he was sweating <laughs> and there's this like there are these lockers in the back of the bathroom and you can see in a heart noah and karen and you just think about like all the love that was pumped into the space to make it what it is it was so special like this, this dude took so much care to show us the space to make us feel loved, to make us feel welcome there. And I feel like that is like the
4: ethos of that museum. The uh, deep thinker an artist, he like, would absorb all these different types of works. He was in the 30 American show. Um, and you know he really was pushing back on like what art was, like who had access to art. So just think about it this way, like where we're standing was actually his like personal library sort of space um, that has now become our retail space. So all the books that we have on sale are books that like Noah himself would have read. The records that are at the top are actually um, his personal collection. And then you kind of continue all the way through. If you look on the bookshelf, that family photo that's like right there in that black frame is a photo of the couple. So I'm gonna surround the tour and like the idea of like black love. This was essentially like a couple who just took their dream, very Bonnie and Clyde, Queen and Slim, I guess, and just really
3: <laughs> made
4: their own space and, like, radicalized it. Here's the thing about Noah. Noah passed away pretty early at 32. Um, but before he left, he worked with uh, Helen Mosworth. She was a curator at the time at MoCA. Um, she brought the curator in Marshall and things like that out. He created this bond with her, and Noah was able to curate out 18 different art shows using the collection of mocha. So we are our own museum, but we borrowed their works for the shows that he put together, and he was really mashing up people in ways that, like, no one really even knows. And the trick part about it is, like, Noah made these shows, but he didn't say why he put people together. So we have this thing where, like, our audiences are actually able to reinterpret We're all living Noah's dreams uh, all the time, right? Yeah, It was... Oh, I can't wait
0: to go back. Yeah. Major shout outs to AJ because he like, when I mean, we walked in, we spoke to him. He was like, all right, y'all ready? And just took us into his world. And I think like it's impossible to not feel like a presence while you're in the museum. I yes. don't know if it was just yes. me. I could feel yes. like so much
2: energy being yes. in there. It was strong. It was so strong.
1: Yeah. And then like, also when we went outside and we saw Nipsey's like altar mm-hmm. I was it so they basically have like this designated area. I think his family actually threw a party there. It sounded like um and like it's it's blue cloth and you know there's a bottle of Ace. Mm-hmm. Um there's like you know little snacks and things and he told us a story that seemed kind of personal so I'm not going to really repeat it but even just like talking through, you know, with him about that party, I've kind of felt Nipsey, and I feel like Nipsey has like become such a, such a, such a pri- a point of pride for people from LA. Um, thinking about all he was doing for the black community, so it was really cool to see that huge part of LA kind of woven into this museum.
2: Absolutely, and you know what was sick about that garden? There were like purple flowers everywhere, and there was like purple touches like all over the space and i remember him saying that that has something to do with vibranium
1: oh know, yeah me.
2: yeah he yeah said it, like
1: reminded him of that scene in the movie
2: exactly so like you're in this space and you're like this is black as hell and like noah davis's brother is Khalil joseph who's a filmmaker who did a lot of work on lemonade he did this really cool film um adaptation of good kid mad city so to be in this space it's just literally like black artistic royalty and like they actually they're gonna show some of amanda seals drawings from her book there um coming soon so like this is just a creative hub for us and it's always free so like you gotta go i mean it's it's amazing we copped these shirts Sh- shade and i bought these like long crew necks. they were like the last two shirts there i feel so yep, honored so to I have wish. have yeah, them Girl, they didn't have your size. Snatched them up. Yeah, you didn't want to wear the XXL. Well, it looks very cute, oversized. But it was interesting. This dude that I follow um, on Instagram, named Darnell Moore, he's an author, and he um, just posted a picture with that shirt on, standing right outside of the museum. And he had a quote from Noah Davis right underneath of it, and and it, it said, "If I'm making any statement, it's just to show black people in normal scenarios where drugs and guns." are nothing to do with it um and his whole goal was to show instances where black aesthetics and modernist aesthetics collide and i feel like that is what they're doing there like it's just this hub of black excellence for real
1: but also humanity
2: it was fucking everything
1: yeah and it was also very random because on our way out after oh my god last shirts that were available to purchase um there was a woman there that we met actually in New Orleans who was kind of a pivotal part of our trip then. Yeah. Uh, she Did we do a New Orleans episode?
2: Kind of, but I don't know that we talked about her enough because that was everything.
1: Yeah. Well, her name's Gypsy. Shout out to her. And while we were in New Orleans, she took us into her home and like taught us about all these herbs and taught us, or not taught us, but spoke to us about her religious practices and all she does with kids and it was a really important part of the trip and then to just run into her randomly in another city um that was pretty cool yeah that was it, divine awesome. timing
0: fate yeah, yeah yeah divine yeah yeah divine timing a thousand percent oh that was like a moment i don't know it's hard to describe and i think everyone needs to go there because i feel like everyone will have kind of their own Experience in that way because to your point, Glenn, like it's just so black. It feels like one of those things that like this space was created for us. Every single detail has us in mind as a people and like you really get to be in spaces like that.
2: Uh yeah. I um, I was so inspired. And then And then
1: we went to dinner. Which what in the world? That that's something I will never stop so thinking about either good hatchet hall hatchet oh. hall oh, it's in santa monica right yes yeah the food was incredible um oh well first we got in there and can we say what we we thought <laughs> say somebody was like has if we're <laughs> honest oh my god slave plates. <laughs> <laughs> and slave this and slave because it kind of looks like a it kind of did look like a big mansion house. Yeah, well, it's by design, sure.
2: kind of, because their whole sort of idea is to explore, like, American cooking in a way. And when you think about the, the like, genesis of that, a lot of that is Southern Black cooking. And, I, like... Slave what, cooking. Yeah, and what made us so interested in going there is their Hemmings and Hercules dinner series, which is um, headed by their chef, Brian Dunsmore, and their chef de cuisine, Martin um, Draluk, who we actually met. He came out and introduced himself to us, which was so dope. He was so Mm -hmm. humble, so sweet. And yeah, their whole goal was to explore American food history. And techniques um, through seasonal ingredients, so everything is like fresh. The menu that we ate, like it was stamped by the day, because when you're eating, one day is not going to be the same thing you're eating the next. It's all,
4: yeah. So uh, we're from. We've been here about four and a half, four and a half years, give or take, to uh, July 2015. Um, the basic, uh, simple kind of gist is uh, they get everything from the farmer's market. They don't use recipes. They kind of build around what they what they like. So the menu changes every day. Uh, I'd say uh, pretty consistently the whole menu changes every few weeks, but like every day there's something new, something different. Um, they don't use any machinery. Everything's done by hand, down to the butter. They make the butter in house as well. Um, he likes to experiment. He draws influence. From just about everywhere, but uh, Brian Dunsmore, the chef, he's from Georgia, uh, so a lot of Southern style cooking, a lot of like comfort food. Um, uh, we, we've been here for like four years, like I've said, and it's been pretty consistent crew over the four years.
2: What is available, which is very like reflective of the times, like what was available that day, and what's so dope to me is like the way that they phrase it is that the menu for this. Um, Hemmings, and Hercules series, is inspired by the first two celebrity chefs in our country. It's so interesting to call them celebrity chefs, like celebrity chefs is such a thing these days, but these celebrity chefs that they're paying honor to and homage to are Hercules, Caesar, and James Hemings, who were the, um, the chefs to our first two presidents, and they were also enslaved, and they traveled around the world with the presidents like collecting um, cooking techniques and then bringing them back to to like the, the American South and like incorporating in them into what was available to us and created American cuisine. Woo, that food, my guy. Also <laughs> thinking about like putting honor on blackness,
0: <laughs> my guy.
2: My guy. Yeah. I always, yeah. I always, I take pride in being like yo. American food is black food. Like you think about the contributions that we've made to this to this country. And food is something that is unarguably something that people always hold on to and feel so much pride in. And we made that. So we're at Hatchet Hall eating delicious cornbread with honey butter.
1: We were being greedy though. <laughs> we ordered too much in the first place. Uh. And then they are being, being very generous. They are being generous. They They're
0: to have wheelbarrow your girl out of there because I couldn't take it. That's another place I'm going back to so that I can like fully just savor every bite, every bit of that churned butter, churned
2: that by butter. hand. butter. <laughs> I never in my life, that's one of the best meals of my life.
0: Yeah, I could life. definitely say that. And not, not even gassing it, y'all. Like, no, no G No G. It was like... No G. So much ad- attention to detail in every single thing that they made.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, So flavorful. So fucking flavorful. I mean, there's like,
2: love in that food, mm-hmm. which is the only way that you can make that kind of food, you know? Like, yeah. oh my God. The, I think that we ate some scallops. That drove me... Insane, um Some yeah. Steak, the steak. That um, I
1: didn't put in the refrigerator. I know.
2: I'm. I'm I, I feel sorry something. for you because I would have tried I it. Was there was a sea bass. Oh my god. Some carrots. Oh, Yo, those desserts. carrots were delicious. They were good. Oh, even the peanuts were
1: good.
2: <laughs> oh my god, the peanuts! I crushed those the next day for sure. Yeah, <laughs> they had. <have> their- <laughs> The dessert they have a key lime pie, which I don't even do key lime pie.
1: Mm. When the waiter came to the table and was like, "I've got something for you all," and we're like, "Oh, what?" and he's like, "We've got some desserts coming." and Shadi literally yells at the man and is like, "No!" (laughs) But he said, "Wow, act grateful." Right? He's like, "We don't let nobody
2: leave here hungry." I was like and i was I'm, like I'm i grandma's house. <laughs> i'm home and this was like right before thanksgiving and um our little friend was was there from la and what? we launched into this whole woman. conversation yeah about he, he was about like the great migration and like these populations of black southerners that settled in la and like because like, when I look at L.A. as a city, as west coast as it is, there is still something very like southern black about it. And it's because of that Great Migration stuff. But we started to talk a lot about history and heritage and Thanksgiving was coming up. And we we're talking about all the foods oh, yeah. we
1: love and tradition. And how each of us celebrate it differently.
2: Yeah. That was such a special moment. And, and to cap it off by like ap- after having that amazing meal... To go back to the Hoxton and then play spades in the in the lobby while we drink well, some like digestive drinks. Spades,
0: I was about to say, okay. don't just don't just try to act like, oh yeah, we just went over and we played spades. You learned right. how to play spades for okay. the first time.
2: Sure, it adds this to the whole story. Yes, see <laughs> right.
3: no, you. Right, no, but we did,
2: and like that's also something interesting about the Hoxton too. Is like they want to make it a. Uh, it's a it's a part of the ethos to like make it a place to like chill and be. We sat down yeah. there for as long as we wanted. Yeah, we did drinking rounds, playing spades, being loud. What was loud, that drink that you guys bit. made
1: me drink that was
2: supposed to make my stomach feel good? I don't recall, but it was a digestive. I know because I was like, "Lord, help me!" I went to that man and I said, but "Sir,
0: it worked. It worked. We <laughs> needed it so bad. Mm-hmm. We like, ate so disgusting. much." <laughs>
2: I was dying.
0: It was amazing. It and like roots. you could chill there, yeah, to your point, for a good minute. It's like a perfect kind of spot for like a nightcap. Mm hmm. Which just adds even more to the amazingness of the Hoxton Hotel.
2: And their bar turns into a, like an ice cream bar in the night. And if I hadn't have eaten um, key lime pie, and they had this chocolate cake at Hoxton, I mean, at Hatchet Hall, and they had this sweet potato pone situation. I ate, we ate everything, but if I hadn't have, I would have crushed the ice cream, but yeah, such a cute night, such a cute night, and I love that you guys didn't want to go out, I was so happy that you wanted to, like, be, a, be grandma's I with mean, me. I mean, I
0: was trying it, because, you know, I had a little... Oh, you had a situation in
2: the city. <laughs> yeah,
1: but I, who, praise oh, praised yeah. me? More enough, on that. my ass inside. Maybe. Later. So you never explored that situation?
0: Oh, it's been explored. Ha! <laughs> and then some. <laughs> <laughs> it's been explored. But just not oh, a good time. Uh, it's
1: complicated. It's sp- say more. This is not the episode for that. Oh, remember <laughs> we can go
0: on tangents. <laughs> 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 Before we did this episode, I'm like, guys, let's just like talk about everything. And now I'm like, oh, no, 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 some no. Some
2: things no. are off limits.
0: Um. No, I mean... We can get into that another time, but there was a young man who I was trying to see while we were there. But I just say it's good that it didn't happen at that time because I don't think either of us were in the right state of mind for it to be like that You our, were
2: like food drunk too, probably. Yeah,
0: it was just so much. I would have been like farting, like gross. <laughs> Ew.
1: <laughs>
2: uh, oh, but luckily we got our whole lives the next morning. After being so full and dying and exhausted because we went to the things we do. Which was so cute. So Shane was obsessed. What did you love about it?
0: For one, like I think I might need to hire whoever she hired to do like the design to like come do my bathroom. Oh it was just like such an amazing space. So like you go in all the different rooms. Well, first and foremost, we found this out as we were like taking a picture in front of the um, front desk. The whole vibe is kind of like reminiscent of like a vagina.
2: It is if I'm like not a little mistaken. Co- cozy little nook. You were like <laughs> a club. and I was like, I don't uh, think uh, it's, uh, a <laughs> it's a club. It's it's a nook, cozy nook. Ah, it's mm-hmm. a very
0: cozy nook. It's draped.
2: That's a draping pink. A
0: Pinks and peaches for yes. sure. So very reminiscent. And if you all have been to my restroom, you know the theme of my bathroom. I have lots of vagina pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so. I can see. Okay,
2: so you need like a pleated shower curtain.
1: Ew! Ew. <laughs> what is wrong with
2: that pleats? Ew. It's pink pleats.
1: I don't it know. Pleated. I don't know because about then that. Your vagina pleated?
2: Yo, they had pleats. In their curtains, no, they had pleats. Yo, they had the pleats. They did. Oh
0: my word! But anyway, though, mm-hmm. yes, um, it was just like very, very womanly. And then the um, the founder of the space. So sticking with our theme, women owned POC. Um, mm-hmm. it's in the row downtown LA and it was founded by Vanessa Lee, but the woman who did our treatments, her name was Daphne, um, and she's an acupuncturist and we'll get into like everything that we did there. But the whole concept of the space is like this East meets West, which is also like what I'm all about. Cause I love me some East, honey, but I can't front on my West. Because you I, love
2: them injectables. Since. I
0: have no problems with a couple injectables here and there, but they do a little bit of everything. It's like you go get acupuncture, but you get filler.
2: It's, it's like, I mean, it's a very new age approach. I feel like it is the epitome of new age.
1: Well, WWD just actually wrote had a piece about this, mm. um, which is crazy. They're talking about how the beauty or beauty's wellness movement is kind of like the new wave. Um, Mm -hmm. And they specifically talk about aesthetic acupuncture. um, Oh my god, I'm obsessed, I'm obsessed. Which is like what we did, and it's like the practice of using motor points in the face to kind of relax or activate various facial muscles. So if you do it a lot, it's like almost like what Botox could do.
2: Yeah you someone sent me ashley graham i think shani sent it to the group yeah i sent that yeah yeah ashley graham was getting um acupuncture on her face and she says she uses it to um do her, her contouring wait
1: like, that's so weird i literally went to Ruby's this weekend and ashley graham was sitting right next to me did
2: she look contoured and snatched
1: she I'm looks beautiful sure she did, she did.
2: She's.
1: Very pregnant.
2: I mean, in her face. Her, face. Oh, her face? Yes. Facially snatched. Yeah, because we're facially snatched. Facially smashed. I love that. Well, that's what we did, I swear. So we got acupuncture in our face by Daphne.
1: I <laughs> Why was, are you talking like that? I don't know. <laughs> You're so LA. Because oh now my she's in God.
0: her <laughs> LA, uh, I have work done voice.
2: <laughs> 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 we got to the spot. I was actually shook. First of all, I was having an emotional breakdown on the bed. What? Oh! Love of my life.
0: Because what happened the the night before?
2: Yeah, well, I have the needles in my face. I'm like weeping. But then I woke up and looked rejuvenated. I actually wept. I fell asleep. Woke up glowing. Wait, our
1: listeners are going to be so confused. What were you crying about?
2: Um, because I'd spent all this time with the man in L.A. and I was tortured and it was sad. So L.A. again. L.A. again. Torturing my life. <laughs> but was radiant after the fact. So radiant. So radiant.
1: Yeah, I did feel like, so when, she, when I started, she was like, what do you want to change about your face? And I had heard her, like, heard her tell you that, like, it could raise your eyebrows and it could do this and it can do that. And I was like, "Can you raise my eyebrows?" Um, yeah, so I
2: when guess, I like, came in your mind. room, I was like, "Oh my god, you were so intentional about where you put your, your um, you know, acupuncture." Needles. Yeah, because
1: I had heard her say that, and I was like, "That's cool. I love my face more when it's in a ponytail." And so, she said she
2: could do that with acupuncture.
1: That. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and I will give and honest review that afterwards my face looked so like plumped and skin looked great it's not going to it's not like getting plastic surgery so no my eyebrows weren't like lifted but it definitely made my skin like look glowy
2: yeah because it's like getting all the blood rushing and I'm just I want to make that part of my practice I really think I could if you do consistent acupuncture in your face I feel like you could make a lot of change
1: Yeah, she did say it's not like a Mm one-time kind of thing. It's like kind of has to be like a beauty routine.
2: And then what was the other thing that we did, Sade?
1: Gua Sha,
0: my Mm -hmm. face! So if you don't know about Gua Sha, um, it is like a tool basically that you can use to sculpt your face. Like I know a lot of people have seen the jade rollers out there but the gua sha has like a little like ridges in it um, and all the gua shas will vary but um, you can use it to do like facial contouring but it also really helps with um, like lymphatic drainage you can use it on your back you can use it on your neck and Daphne love her amazing because I was literally asking like 50,000 questions and she answered every single one. Really showed us like the technique and the way to use the gua sha. So if you want to check that out, um, look on our IGTV because she did like a really detailed video on Chelsea's face actually. Um, My gua sha is currently in the mail, and I cannot wait
1: to use it.
0: Um, I ordered one. This is not an ad, so I'm not going to say who made it, but um well, I got it at Macy's. Wanna
1: buy one? Okay. I got it at
0: Macy's. I'm not going to say the specific brand. Um, well, I ordered one on it Amazon. It comes anywhere. with a jade roller.
2: Yeah. However, roller. I've been trying to um sculpt myself like Daphne did and it just don't feel the same. So.
0: <laughs> well, Go check yeah, out Chicago. <laughs> it never will. It never will like
2: doing it on you. She did that. And also, though, something I was so sick about that space, um, it was really just like a haven for women. Like, all the rooms were named after women in the owner's life. Yes, like her, her, her grandmother. Family. Yeah. Mm, her mother, her great-grandmother. Um, it was so sick. And they had their own product line, in addition to a bunch of other dope products that are all-natural, CBD-infused like Mm -hmm. just sick very much on the cutting edge of like skincare and that western kind of way but eastern in like the natural ingredients and all the above i five stars actually five stars when we go back to la i'm getting some western um treatments
0: I'm going to get Western while I get my Eastern so I can feel, you know, like, hashtag balance. No.
1: <laughs> Wait, you guys, ask me what I did today at lunch. What did you do at lunch? <laughs> did <laughs> you get Botox? No. I went with my boss to get lip filler. No, you didn't.
2: You're fucking liar. No. How was their filler? Where did I get it. I didn't get, I get it? it.
1: She got it, and I was watching. I'm obsessed. Oh. <laughs> I wonder lost. how much her place is. And I'm like I <laughs> want to know stop. what let me stop
2: send the pick we're going back to um
1: the I things mean, we do it's good afterwards I bet
2: but you know the things we do where we went their whole thing is like they want you to like get some work done people look at you and squint like you look you did something you look rested you look youthful, you but like, they like they don't like know rested. what you did like that's the best kind of work that's the best kind yeah. of work like you just look. Like an elevated version of you, and that's how I felt when I walked out of there. Like, <laughs> you I look so rested. Plucked. Yeah, like did you take a trip? Did you get a tan? Like that's the kind of it. that's the kind of work they're trying to try to do for you. And they also do reiki there, which I cannot wait. I've done it once. I've had reiki and once, cupping. And wild and yoni steams and yoni steam. Oh my god! Yes. There's so much to do. So much to do. Yeah. So much but we left there and then we went to dama which was such a moment i love yeah, dama. dama
1: was so good and again i ordered oysters because you're obsessed. but dama so <laughs> it's this awesome
2: it makes um, it what
0: <laughs> we're not even
2: gonna get into it go ahead glenn yeah let's not <laughs> Well, it's a, a Latin-inspired restaurant and bar, very tropical. As soon as he pulled up, we were like, oh my God, are we in Miami? Like, mm-hmm. where are we? It's in the design district, which is... The fashion district, I'm sorry, which is in downtown LA. Um, there's, like, beautiful tile. There's, like, big banana leaves and flowers and plants, and just very tropical. We sat right out on the sidewalk and, again... everything um one of the head chefs there is antonio antonia lofaso i hope i'm saying that correctly um i've seen her on everything she's been on top chef on chopped she's always a judge like on everything um and she put a lot of love into the menu wait so what are you guys looking at because this whole menu looks fire
0: oh i want crispy squash flowers
2: i know that. the um what did I just, oh, the calamari looks good. Food tostada. Yeah, squid ink, red onion, tomato, cilantro, serrano. And then, this, well, yeah, you don't eat egg. Hey, did
3: you, did you with Hi. Platter, sparkling water, or is house filtered tap okay?
2: Ah, uh, the, the tap is tap fine. Is,
3: okay, excellent, will bring that right over Have you dined with this before?
2: No, it's our first
3: time. Oh, fantastic. Um, so all the food is designed to be shared, small plates. Um, I'll course, everything out, no problem. It's all meant to be shared, kind of family style. You.
2: Um, I of course yes. Chelsea ate the oysters, which you loved, which I actually indulged in. They were delicious. Mm -hmm. Um, But also the um, the calamari, the squid that was fried in the squid ink was Mm. so fire. It was was like it came out black, but like hella crunchy and delicious. Then a seafood tostada with octopus, calamari, shrimp, charred corn. So good tostada.
0: I was being a that bird. Fire. I picked up the plate and I drank. You the juice.
2: did, and I love that it came. With, you did that. She did. I sure did. And it came mm-hmm. with like, you know, tur- like um, tortillas, but also with crackers, which I just love because I just wanted that little like salty cracker bite, you know. Because yeah, I have a those, whole like- session with. Crackers, anyway.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What were they, like, squash blossoms or something? Oh my
2: God, the squash blossoms!
1: They were so good. I'm being
2: tortured right now. I'm actually starving.
1: I shouldn't say starving. Well, guys, I'm sorry, but you guys make fun of Manhattan all the time, but there's so much good food.
2: I know, and I think that was one thing that inspired me so much about LA. I was like, wow, like, getting out there to experience the food scene, it was just inspiring. It made me really remember how much I love to eat
1: like great food. And like, you know, being in a big city, one of the things that you're lucky to have is so many food options. Like, okay, we went to three restaurants. There are so many more.
2: Completely. Completely. But you know what's also dope when we think about this like connection between all the places that we went um, with heritage and like telling personal stories and reflecting tradition. The same thing was present on that menu there. I was thinking about the um, mm-hmm. the breakfast taco that I had there. Again, Shadi doesn't eat eggs. It's very bizarre. But there was a very like nice like sunny-side-up egg. It was on avocado crema, pico de gallo, oyster mushrooms. And it was on collard greens. So I was getting my life. There was collard greens on every menu that we ate at the whole weekend. And I was hyped. But I was loving the way people were repurposing the collard greens. But also mm-hmm. just like looking at the way that the menu was crafted at Dama to reflect, like, heritage and tradition, but also, like, all the different kinds of foods and techniques learned by the chefs that made that menu. The food was delicious. We sat there for hours. Do, you guys, do y'all realize how long we sat there? No, we it there. didn't feel long. Girl, we were there for a minute. Well, because we like, then my boyfriend that. came over. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Exactly. The, um... The um
1: Sam mm-hmm. Is Jesse Smol Small? <laughs> no
2: girl, you. I'm done with you. I'm done <laughs> But he came over, and why did y'all connect so deeply, it. Do you recall?
1: Because I do. Because I don't you know Asian. what you're gonna say. I was
2: well, he gonna say said, he was like, I, moved to, I moved to California for love. Oh, for love? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> We're sitting there with him drinking a bottle of cava, talking about moving to California for love. And I'm like, oh, my God, I haven't moved to California for love. (laughs) And Shade and him are like, we both did.
1: Wait, Shade, you moved for love?
0: That was Partially. definitely a huge part of my move. Yeah,
2: she's never admitted. Wait, but he's not Don't there. be surprised that you didn't get it because she didn't. Guys, that was recently. the whole plan. He wanted Obviously, to move but You never here. said it out loud. You never said it. You haven't said it. Until Whoa! We I didn't
1: know that. That was. She a, hasn't admitted. I just it. thought that was a coincidence. Okay. Oh my
0: god! Okay, for the for the final time, because I literally just talked to this guy about this on a date. I oh think no, I girl! Have no. my TED talk. I moved here fifty percent for work. 25% because I've always wanted to live in California and 25% because I thought my man was going to try to go to school in California.
1: The end. Hey, I fucks with it.
0: Now the streets know. Now everybody knows.
1: Back to. And I don't think there's. Okay. Can we unpack that a bit? Sure. I feel like in this day and age, people like look down on that. And I don't. Um, yeah,
0: I think so. But I think that's because everyone's trying to be all like, I'm an independent woman. And it's like you can make decisions and and progress in your career and also like keep your partnership in mind. It's not
1: that hard. Yeah. And like when people try to ignore that fact, it's it's actually being a human, you know, like we're social animals. We don't, you know, live on our own. That's right, not what we do. Like, you, you partner.
0: Right. And th- as you, like, develop a partnership, you start to make those types of decisions together. It's like, what do yeah. we want to do? It, it's less of the I.
1: Yeah. But not in a, like, a toxic way. Anyways, we could have a whole episode about that.
0: Right. But, you know, this <laughs> black girl sexy. so, you know, we gonna, we gonna get into all the, the juicy the details and nitty-gritty bits.
2: The intricacies.
0: Um, But, but yeah.
2: yeah. I mean... I personally felt. I mean, I definitely like cried at the restaurant and was like, "I'm so glad I got my girlfriends here and this bottle of cava and these I was tacos." Like, you
0: probably cried because you guys had like three fucking caipirinhas. Oh my <laughs> god, those caipirinhas were so good. I was
1: Wait, like, okay. "Y'all are, are wilding." Is that how we're deciding it's pronounced? Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. Okay, caipirinha. That's what I I'm mean. Going with. I'm not
0: brazilian but i think that that's correct I, I, didn't the waiter I say
1: some crazy name
0: oh yeah i was like he's wrong <laughs> i'm gonna go with caipirinhas i thought I,
2: I don't know that's what i'm gonna go with they were delicious oh no no, no. it wasn't we were debating the the pronunciation of kashasha because
1: oh, the man said Kishasha. Kishasha. oh you're right
0: yeah i think it's kashasha
1: kashasha yeah Kishasha. 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 yeah
2: like
1: yeah so he <laughs> literally, literally that pulled was out, delicious. yeah, whatever, keep going. <laughs> it was delicious. As as we mentioned before, we were booked and busy, so although we stayed there for a minute, we didn't stay there forever because we had something else to do.
2: And we ran over to go interview Allison Felix and our friend Maddie, who, you go back in the archives, we have an interview, yeah. black girls getting messy with Maddie.
1: That was our first guy, wasn't It
2: was. It? I love Maddie. That is, like, my friend. Love him. <laughs> love Maddie, but he came through for us. And we recorded with Allison Felix, and then we all we went back to the Hoxton. Did you guys have drinks there? I know you guys did some work before we left.
0: I, I went back go. into work mode. It yeah. was
2: disgusting. I was so yeah, sad, I was sad to leave there. To honestly, face. was yeah. It was so beautiful. We pulled up. It was like all low lit, candles lit. I was like, ah
1: man. Oh, I but then. It. Shade and I went to the airport, and we went to the Delta Lounge, Where? and there was a woman in there. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. i never heard this story. Okay, let me tell you the story. Let me set the scene. Set We're it. We're in a packed lounge. It's late at night. Everyone's waiting for their flight. This woman whips out her cellular device and then quickly whips out a red hat. On the front no. of the red hat in white letters, it reads, make America great again. She takes a selfie takes the hat off and puts it back in her bag I was like why isn't anyone popping off I want to pop off Mm -hmm. she's like giggling
0: we can't tell if her man is British or if that's her man we're really confused we don't know what's going on I overall give that lounge like a 1.5 star like LAX for letting that
1: MAGA girl in
0: one for letting MAGA girl in but like do better with your delta lounge like if they just let any old vagabond up in there
1: oh also I'm delta gold now get at me
0: Ooh. That's very important. Where are you, Shade? Where are you? I'm still creeping up on silver, honey. What?
2: I know, so I'm like, you? should to get there for a long? Yeah, I like, do strictly what?
0: fly Delta. I fly like Delta, JetBlue, Alaskan, but I decided yeah, to too. be. I decided to dedicate to Delta once I realized that I was getting closer to my silver status. But honestly, yeah. I don't love Delta for. Um, New York to uh, SFO to New York. I honestly prefer Alaskan, but
1: I you know, they got me on this. Delta food is pretty good.
2: And Alaska <laughs> I mean, don't got, not, got no food. I'm about to say so. I'm not really <laughs> eating on the plane
1: though. Are you kidding? What was it? Was it that flight that I had like a bomb ass turkey sandwich? Because I heard that they got the good food on
2: Delta. Don't really ask food.
1: On That's what I heard. Not. That's what I hear yeah
0: usually i'm not doing that, That's that what is,
1: I heard. but i'm almost
0: gold good
1: for y'all are you I gold or are you learn almost learn gold?
2: Loyalty. Airline loyalty.
1: no i'm gold i'm gold i just became gold mm. mm-hmm. after alemania
0: oh yes and See, then i'm yes. going
1: to jamaica on delta again so, oh, so you're about to ascend
0: there. she's gucci gang she's good she's, but in now she's in there keep that up for next year sis KTSE.
1: I know that's the bullshit. You got to keep that shit up every year. That's insane.
0: Delta, just let us know if you want to sponsor us. Um, also, rent the runway. Let us know if you want to sponsor
2: us. Oh, I was oh, gonna yeah. say, be oh, that I there. Glenn, oh,
1: do yeah. you still have it? I sure do. Okay, I have sure you been like do. switching your stuff? Yes. Oh my god, my wow! City,
2: I'm I'm obsessed. And my, one of my homegirls just got on there. She pulled up to my house in the Pierre Moss. I said oh what what's this i like, oh, knew like she got guy. that yeah, from okay. rent the runway yes, yes. She, yes she bought it she was pierre
0: moss yeah, yeah i just got my months. pierre moss from rent the runway as well it's in my delivery
1: wait okay maybe i'll do it you need to get oh. they got
0: the stuff M- maybe they'll sponsor us
1: <laughs> yeah I'm gonna, actually, keep the I'm gonna just keep
0: tagging them i'm gonna just keep tagging them and everything the Oh We're my on the gosh. runway, do you know
1: how many impressions we get per episode? You better. at your girls. Holla at
2: your girls. At your all of that to say that our weekend in L.A. was really phenomenal. And like you said, Shada, you're going back this upcoming weekend to go to like all the places that we went to. All those places are like forever going to be on my list. It's not even more. It's not even some Like, yo, you got to check this box when you get there. Like, these are about to be my like must do's when you're in the city.
1: Ryan, right, you yeah. know the waiter, you know the story.
2: Completely. Like, I'm obsessed. Right. I will yeah. always, I will roll through. Always. Legit. I agree. Always, always, How always. How do I like, get
0: my parents to get me filler at,
2: <laughs> the, at things the things we, we do? do.
1: <laughs> Mom, Tell let's go get some treatments. Say Reiki <laughs> and like, and then, like, gradually build. But so what are you going to get filler on? Her lips. My lips. <laughs> oh. But aren't your lips already big? Not enough. Oh, okay. Oh god, like it's not like they're skinny. We're like gonna give it,
0: we're gonna give everybody a goddamn complex on the LA episode. LA's not just all about filler. I'm just obsessed. But yeah, like a lot of it
1: is just kidding <laughs> Oh my goodness.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but I can't wait again, I can't wait to go back there. Literally yeah. Oh my god, I can't wait. In February they're doing another um, dinner at Hatchet Hall. Hemmings um, and Hercules dinner and I'm trying to be there because those dinner series are like completely curated around the menus that those chefs made and like I can't wait it's like course
0: we will be back so and we will be back, we will be back will with, with
2: another exciting
0: there. guest this is all mm-hmm. hypothetical it's work. but Just we manifest tuned. up in this bitch this podcast hey, is a working. big old manifestation Oh, my God.
2: Speaking of which, I have a couple of black girls doing shit for this episode that are L.A.-based women. So Hannah from Baby Trust, who we did that amazing collaboration with a few months ago, hooked us up with some um, awesome women of color in L.A. Um, one of them's name is Zoila, and she has an agency called Word, and she actually was a plug for us to go to the HBO event. And Word is a women-owned, LA-based creative agency. And their whole mission is to connect and empower businesses through culturally-rich strategies and programming. Um, so things that resonate with us. Um, so they worked on the, H- on the HBO collaboration. And they also sell a lot of dope um, products that they design in-house. And one of them is called The Master of My Universe Gratitude Journal. And it's all about meditation, journaling health tracking it's just like a it's a manifestation manifestation journal um based day by day to like be accountable for all the goals that you want and if you buy one of these journals they'll put you into an accountability group to support you through your journey over a few months so they'll like check in with you like oh you put this down in your journal are you doing it which is so dope love that i think that's so appropriate for this like new year that we're entering into um, and then this other spot that I wish we got to go to, it was right at the block from the Underground Museum. It's called Reparations Club or Rep Club. It's owned by um, a queer woman of color named Jazzy, queer black woman named Jazzy. Um, she worked in a bunch of fa- fashion publications, including Teen Vogue, Vogue, Nylon, hella others. Um, and she opened up a storefront. Um, and it's, again, up the block from the Underground Museum and Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. She wanted to be on the strip of... Black-owned businesses and Reparations Club, as the name suggests, is all about getting reparations. So it's all curated by Blackness, which they trademarked Blackness, which I have questions about. I want to know what that is because it should be trademarked. But also, so they said that Rep Club is trademarked by Blackness, people of color, and a few good allies. And it's just like a store where you can get curiosities and little tchotchkes and gifts and like dope shit for us and by us so yeah when you're in la in addition to like eating and staying and drinking at all the places we suggested support these uh local businesses owned by black women
0: one for us that's all i think of when i hear stuff like that but yay i love these black girls doing shit and i hope when we go back we'll have a little bit more time that we can like sit and connect because your girls were busy booked
1: yeah and when you guys go to these spots please let them know that we sent you i think that's also important to just you know keep this thing going so that we can give you the updates on like some of the best spots give you honest feedback so when you visit these cities you know where to go
0: that part definitely say that the black girls texting sent you because they know us they know what's up we was in there cutting up yeah. all of, of my Restaurant. restaurants sure why? tell my man i sent you at domino
1: <laughs> also tell my friend not, yeah. mm-hmm. sorry if you're unable to go to la soon and you have hulu watch living single wait MS <laughs> is <just> so dumb. <laughs> That's so random, but you know. Wait, living single is, is LA shit. based. No, it's no. Sometimes I was like why? I don't get it.
2: I'm like, relevant? wait, hold up. I know, I know my stuff. Sometimes don't test I me because I'm like, hold up. I don't believe that that is where the show Snowfall. took place.
1: You could watch Snowfall. You could watch uh, a TV show taking place in like, You know what There's I'm watching right head.
2: now? This is a what? complete aside, baby boy. <laughs> always watching mm-hmm. that i'm watching actually the, jody i'm watching the l word generation q how is that is that in la yeah it entourage is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no. know it's the l word is back and it's in la and it's real cute and i watched it last night it's lo- it's really? looking good it's real queer it's real poc i wouldn't say real poc yeah because i it's was gonna POC say i thought
1: the problem with that show was it- that ish. it was very white They've got a couple folks. Okay.
2: But um, it's cute, you know? They're they're out here in uh, Echo Park and such. I can't wait. I'll say I can't wait to go back to L.A. I'm so excited for us to go back. And it's looking like we'll be back real soon. I'm so hyped. Like February? Yeah, it's happening. Can't wait.
0: Yeah. All right, y'all. Well... I mean, I, that's our L.A. trip. You guys got every single detail possible. You also know about some of my foddery, Glenn's tears and love. Oh, Lord. And Chelsea's oyster thing, which we're still <laughs> not clear on. Making you know, an go <laughs>
2: But um, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) On that note, I think we're signing off. (laughs) If you hit up any of the spots that we went to, please let us know how your time was. And yes, again, this is Black girls texting. More specifically, Black girls traveling, Um, and we're all about this—the importance of the girls' trips when traveling, and when when traveling, supporting Black owned. Women-owned, women-of-color-owned businesses. Big
0: facts. And shout-outs to Discover LA. Again, thank you, thank you for this experience. And we will be sure to be back soon. Oh, we can't wait. Bye. Bye. Bye.